Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry. And in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast. This week we are going to be talking about building community in the family photography industry. So I want to preface this by saying that I know that this work that we do can be extremely lonely And building a community of other photographers can really help, but there are better and worse ways of creating that community. So first, I'm going to start with the best ways not to do it. And over the course of the last 10 or 11 years, I've been a part of several different photography communities and gotten together with different groups of photographers. And what I've noticed is that those who are organizing but come at it from an ego perspective that often translates into mean girl behavior at the actual event, which means that without thinking anyone's noticing, they're sort of dividing the group into better or worse or trying to figure out who can be kind of the top dog photographer of the group, which is a completely unnecessary metric when we're talking about community. So at a community event, an ego-driven person will immediately start to rank everyone. And oftentimes I think that the person who's doing the ranking may think that it's very sly or sneaky, but for someone like myself, I can always almost always notice that it's happening and it kind of makes me very aware. So they'll kind of create smaller groups within the bigger group and it just, it feels very much like middle school. And it's because it's becoming, it's coming from this scarcity slash ego perspective. It's like, here's a group of people, but instead of just having it be a community, I am trying to figure out where I am in this pack of people. Um, And in a true community, you don't actually need any hierarchy beyond organization. So the other way that is off-putting is when it's community, but it's, it's under the disguise of actually selling. So if you go to a community event that's supposedly for a community, but you find out that it was actually a sales pitch for something that is not the way to go. No matter what you're creating a community group for, you should always be open and honest upfront about what exactly you're doing there. And in terms of a participant viewpoint, if you come into the community and your soul of your sole, your sole focus within that community is to gain something for yourself. That's how the ego mind is represented on the participant side. So you come in, you're, you're meeting someone, you're automatically without really getting to know them, asking them for things. You're not learning those things that you hope to learn about someone through a natural conversation. You're kind of being demanding about Oh, I saw this shoot that you did. Can you tell me exactly where you photographed that? Or just anything that is pulling information out of people that you just met kind of can often feel like the opposite of community. So those are the ways to not do it. Um, And then I want to focus on 
how you can have a great community event or you can have a great community mindset as a family photographer. So the reason I wanted to touch on the things not to do first is because oftentimes, especially within the family photographer community, it's a lot of women. And then you also have women who are naturally more social. You may have uh photographers, family photographers who have almost like an influencer-esque persona. And it's not to say that those types of photographers can't be included in events, but it just needs to be very carefully done so that there doesn't automatically create some sort of weird hierarchy within the community. So it doesn't matter how many followers someone has or how long they've been in business. The idea is the first great mindset for true connection is that you are not better than anyone and no one is better than you. That's one of my favorite quotes. So we are all humans with the same job and the job that we have is lonely and that's it. So don't go in thinking, where am I going to fall within this community? Just immerse yourself into the community. Another good mindset tip is to be a little bit vulnerable So if you can come and share something you're struggling with or something you're working on, that's a really good way for people to naturally connect with you. And if you focus on being playful and open, you will have a much better time than if you per se focus on being cool Um, because those it's really hard to and I understand that that's a wall that people will naturally put up. But what happens is that instead of inviting people in, that wall is one that people just kind of bounce back off of. So I would focus on vulnerability, playfulness, and being open rather than trying to be cool or the person with the most knowledge in the room. So let's chat a little bit about my issue with this theme that arose about maybe five to seven years ago. And it's this phrase that says, community over competition, and my issue with how it is often interpreted. So community over competition does not mean that every other photographer in your area is entitled to your time and answers to their questions. So I always go about it within the community of family photographers that none of these photographers owe me anything. And they do not owe me anything. So there's no, there's no, reciprocal expectation. As someone who talks to a lot of photographers all the time, if someone comes out of the woodwork and has never spoken to me before but pops into my DM with what location is this, unless it's a very known spot, I'm not going to tell that person and I feel absolutely no shame about that. My locations are often scouted by me. It takes a long time and I know that there's the opposing view of this which is that you, sh- you should share everything that you know and always be an open book. And that's kind of interpreted as community over competition, but that's not really how I see that phrase. So if we have a connection beyond that question, I'll be more likely to be much more helpful. But it has happened more than once that when I did not offer an answer to the question that was given to me in sort of a very brisk, non-personal way, I'm hit back with the phrase, well, I I believe in community over a competition, and this is not that. So there's a confusion there. Community over competition in its truest form would mean that you are confident enough in yourself and your work to build relationships with other crea- creatives, 
even if they are your competition. So competition isn't a bad word. It keeps us motivated. And honestly, many of my family photographer friends are my direct competition. You are in charge of deciding what that word means. I know I'm the only me. So the true competition really lies between 2022 Fiona and 2023 Fiona. And being better turns into being more profitable, being a better communicator, trying a new strategy, attempting new creative ways of shooting. And all of that has nothing to do with a photographer down the road. That all has to do with me innovating to be more competitive in my space. So the photographer down the road and I can live in the same city. We can be quote unquote competitors for business in our town and we can still be friends because clients may be choosing between us. So it is a competition of who can more clearly demonstrate to that client who's looking for something specific that they are the correct choice for that client. And that client may be drawn to someone over something that we have no no control over. So there's really no point in hyper-focusing on this aspect of whatever other photographers are doing. So you may be saying, well, this other photographer is priced $50 lower than me. And the issue is that it is a free market at the end of the day. And why would you choose to pound your head against an issue that you have no control over? If you see Becky as your competitor and nothing more, you will literally never change that situation. But let's reframe it. Let's say that you decide that instead of being competitive and seeing Becky, I'm naming this person Becky. I don't know if I made that clear. This is Becky. She charges $50 lower than you. Instead, you decide to create community with Becky. You can get to know each other, support each other, and maybe down the line through your friendship and support, she can realize that she is worthwhile of raising her prices. And that is a fantastically, fantastic, fantastical, fantastically better outcome than just hating on her. And what I see so many photographers do, which is talk about what the other photographers in their town are doing on random Facebook groups. But in terms of marketing, let's go back to how community can help you. So last night, I hosted a picnic with 15 other family photographers. They're all in my area. Many of us would have the same sort of target market. We sat on blankets. We got to know each other. Many of the ladies wore dresses and they frolicked around in golden hour sun and new headshots headshots were obtained, new friendships were made. So let's say that out of this core group of 15, five of those ladies who were all in the first few years of their business made a monthly check-in to encourage each other, troubleshoot, provide support, and lean on each other. Who is going to have a more successful business at the end of the year? The solo rider who sees everyone as their competition or the group of five who know that they are inherently competition, but also friends and peers who know the true competition is them versus them. Think of the ideas that would generate from that group. They could get together, shoot behind the scenes for each other, create a referral program. If they had slightly different niches, they could create content for each other. It could be such a helpful source of business boosting for all five. Instead of community over competition, I really like the phrase community over comparison, because if you look back through at the behavior that's problematic, that is linked to the word competition, it's all about comparison. Comparison is the true enemy here. In that group of five, none in the group can steal the other's magic because the person being the person who they are 
is the true differentiator between them. And clients are going to gravitate towards one photographer or another for a variety of reasons, mostly to do with the connection that they felt with the imagery that that photographer produced. So yes, some clients will be lo- will be lost to price. That happens to me all the time. It just happened the other day. I saw a past client of mine pop up in the feed of a photographer that I know pretty well. I can choose how I react to that. And what I choose to do is expect it and not be hurt by it. So instead of looking back longingly at the client that I lost, my eyes are up and looking towards the client I want to serve. So I'm not comparing myself with anyone. That doesn't mean that I'm better or worse. I'm just in my own zone. And I look over at a family photographer who is trudging up the same hill as I am in this business world, and I have a choice. I can either give them a dirty look or I can give them a fist bump. So my advice is to choose wisely and put yourself out there and build a little bit of community. And when you do so, you can implement so many of the wonderful marketing tactics that I talk about in this podcast that many of you don't do because you feel alone in these tasks. But if you had a little cohort of family photographers who are in the same place as you who understood what you meant when you talked about the challenges of creating reels or the challenges of styling clients or how best to educate them, then you can create a community that boosts all of your businesses together. So I just wanted to talk about this aspect of photography because from so many of the DMs that I get, I can tell that a lot of you are feeling really, really lonely. And this is extra heavy after the three years that we've had of the pandemic. So people have already been really isolated and now they're asked to market their businesses in a slightly different way because of the changes that we've seen in the economy. So my advice as a veteran of this industry is find people who lead with kindness and confidence, not ego and mean girl behavior, and lean into groups like that to find support within each other. Because no one understands this business and what it's like better than other people who are on the exact same path as you. So I hope this episode was a little bit of a nudge for you to create community in your own area and also some things to look out for if you're in a community that feels maybe ego-driven or unsafe and I give you full permission to exit that community because they do exist within our world and find one that feels welcoming, kind, and compassionate. And if you're in the Seattle area, I'll probably be doing one more family photographer picnic later this summer and I would love to have you. Expect lots of frolicking. We had lots of Uh, I cannot say the word that is like a meat board. I say charcuterie, which is not how you say it. But we will have that, cookies and donuts. People brought all kinds of food. It was really fun. And in the meantime, if you are looking for connection and you don't have anyone in your town or you haven't yet connected with other photographers, then I would encourage you, if you can, to join my little Instagram subscription mini marketing school because Every Monday, we do a Monday marketing chat where everyone can share what they're struggling with and what they need help with. And it's been really, really helpful. Okay, see you guys next week. Mm